because when Peyton Bowen strings along Oklahoma and Notre Dame only to pick up an Oregon hat on signing day, you don't have to dig around, and it doesn't take a Rhodes Scholar to figure out what this is about. We all know exactly what this is about. And look, I, I'm willing to say a lot of the stuff that I was more reticent to say previously about this recruitment, but here's what I, here's what I will say right off the bat with regard to Bowen's decision. Um, based on the conversations that I've had with sources since he announced about an hour ago, I have a good idea of what the package consisted of at Oregon. And if the package indeed consisted of what I've been told it consisted of, one, you certainly can't fault the kid for making the decision that he did because it's a business decision at the end of the day. But what you can absolutely fault the kid for is going about the situation the way that he did and lying, quite honestly, blatantly lying to both the Oklahoma staff and the Notre Dame staff. And Notre Dame insiders, folks like Tom Loy, can more accurately speak to what Notre Dame was being fed, but I will tell you this much. The words that Peyton Bowen repeatedly used with the OU staff throughout the course of this whole process is, I need y'all to trust me. And Oklahoma did trust Peyton Bowen, and at the end of the day, they got left at the altar by a five-star defensive player for the second time in this cycle. And this is the world in which we now live, Steely. These are the types of things that are going to happen in the new age of college football that we are entering. Yeah, Parker Thune with us uh, doing call-ins today. And uh, again, at 11 a.m., a little after 11 a.m. this morning, uh, Peyton Bowen had his presser and uh, again picked the Oregon Ducks. And we didn't even see a Sooner hat on the table, which was very unusual. But the bottom line is he's going to Oregon. Uh, and, you know, you think about the factors that Oklahoma had uh, in their favor. Girlfriend signing at OU. To play soccer, you've got Jackson Arnold, supposedly Peyton Bowen's best friend. You've got his younger brother, Eli, who really likes Oklahoma. And people would be stunned if he didn't end up, uh, you know, committing and then signing to Oklahoma in the 2024 class. So uh, NIL dollars mean a lot. Look, Dan Lanning's got a good defensive reputation coming from Georgia, did a good uh, job in his first year at Oregon. But... Uh, and I know he visited Oregon late, but Parker, didn't he visit Oklahoma like 10 times over like a two-year period? Uh, he visited Oklahoma over a dozen times this calendar year. He took all of one visit to Oregon. Yes, the girlfriend is at Oklahoma. Yes, his best friend Jackson Arnold will be at Oklahoma. Yes, Oklahoma is Eli Bowen's favorite school. OU had every conceivable factor working in their favor. And yet, at the end of the day, the kid makes what was strictly a business decision and decides to go with Oregon. And I'm still reeling, Steely, and my phone has been blowing up nonstop for the past hour. And it hurts. It really hurts if you're an Oklahoma fan because you got to a point where you could just about count on Peyton Bowen being in the class, and then all of a sudden the rug gets swept out from under you, not by Notre Dame, not by Texas A&M, but by Oregon, a school that he's visited one time. And so I, I, it shouldn't detract from the greater narrative surrounding this Oklahoma recruiting class. It's still a really good haul, and OU still breaks their seven-year drought without a five-star defensive commitment by inking P.J. Adabare earlier this year. But this is going to be one of those recruitments. This is going to be one of those days, Steely, that we remember for a long, long time. 
And yeah, yeah, no doubt. And Parker, I call this gut punch number two. The first gut punch was everybody thought, you know, David Hicks Day. He's coming to Oklahoma. You know, when he announced his commitment, when he put on the A and M hat, people were shocked. And then we thought, well, nil, nil. And then today, this was gut punch number two. Now, look, I don't think Sooner fans felt one hundred percent confident because anytime. You you take a gut punch like that with DJ Hicks. You never think, okay, it's not 100%, but feel pretty good about the, where Oklahoma stands with Peyton Bowen. And then, boom, there it comes, gut punch number two. And what this does, again, this is a really good Oklahoma class. It's a top ten class. Probably going to finish what now, depending on what Akana does at 3 o'clock. Uh, they could move, They could finish, you know, if he goes to Texas to see Lee Akana, somewhere in the 6 to 8 range. But if they get a Kana, I don't know, can they move up to the top five, maybe five? But the bottom line, this is a class that is really, really good. And when you look at what Oklahoma did in the field this year at 6-6, six and six, didn't have, a obviously, an Oklahoma-like season to get this recruiting call uh, haul is pretty impressive for this staff. But it had a chance to turn into an all-time, wow, that is a historic class for Oklahoma if you get Bowen, Akana, somehow you got DJ Hicks, which none of us think that's happening right now. But um, how are you feeling now about Tassili Akana? I think Sooner fans are gun-shy now and feeling like, well, these these big uh, signing day decisions just don't go Oklahoma's way, I think is how a lot of Sooner fans feel right now. Yeah, so I'm I'm apprehensive about Tassili Akana. Texas has made this thing interesting over the last 24 hours. I will say this. You heard Brent Venables in his press conference earlier repeatedly use the number 25 to refer to the Sooners' commitment tally, right? And if it's not Peyton Bowen, it almost has to be Cecilia Connor now, doesn't it? And so, you would think, I don't want unless to, they're going to flip yeah, Jordan Allen or Eno Etta, or I, I, did those guys sign? I haven't seen. Yeah, I, and I haven't checked in on those two either. But I, I, I don't want to put the card before the horse, but I will say this. Uh, there is a belief that maybe the Akanas are just trying to build up some buzz and, and want there to be some element of surprise in this whole decision. I, It's hard to distinguish what's real and what's not, especially on the heels of something like the Bowen incident. And at a certain point, you just have to question how much of what I'm being told by these historically reliable sources is going to hold up when there is NIL involved. So. I think between Oklahoma and Texas, it's going to come down to one of those two for Cecilia Kana this afternoon. I would go Oklahoma. I've felt it's going to be Oklahoma for quite some time. I'll ride it out with that. But, again, Steely, it's just one of those days where, especially on the heels of the Bowen news, you just wonder, man, are we in for gut punch number three this afternoon? Yeah, you never know. I like the way you uh, phrased that, the Bowen incident, because that's what it feels like. It feels like a, a horror movie for Sooner fans, the Bowen incident. How, how was, I mean, look, I know this is a minute detail based on what happened. The bottom line is you don't get Peyton Bowen. But how is an Oklahoma head not even on the table there? Uh, so here's what I thought. Here's what my first thought was, Steely. He was about to pull one of those announcements where he's got a Notre Dame hat on the table, an Oregon hat on the table, and then he whips an OU hat out from under the table. And it's it's a maneuver that's been used before in signing day ceremonies. But it it really, especially when he goes and picks Oregon, it really is a slap in the face to the OU staff. And I mentioned it earlier when I was on with Plank. 
regardless of where Peyton Bowen chose in the end, he was going to have to burn some bridges. And it looked like if he wanted to go to Oklahoma, he was going to have to burn bridges with Notre Dame. If he wanted to go to Notre Dame, he was going to have to burn bridges with Oklahoma. Well, in the end, the kid burned every bridge he'd built and decided to go to Oregon. And it is what it is, man. Again, it's one of those days that we're going to remember for a long, long time to come. How do you think Jackson Arnold's feeling right now? I mean, obviously oh, he's, he's, he's signed, sealed, delivered, but I, I don't know if he had, uh, you know, talked to Peyton Bowen before he made his decision at 11 a.m., but how do you think that Jackson Arnold's feeling about that? I haven't bothered to check in with him because, gosh, I, I would imagine he, is, he feels as jilted as anybody right now because I don't mind saying it. Peyton Bowen was telling the people closest to him, including Jackson Arnold, that he was going to OU and that there was nothing to worry about. And uh, the shock factor resonated as much with Jackson as anybody, I would imagine. All right, Parker, I know it's a busy day for you. We will check in with you about 120. We'll see if anything happens. The The next big announcement, we think, again, is going to be made by Cecilia Conant at uh, 3 o'clock today. And it's uh, apparently down to Oklahoma and Texas, and we'll see what happens then. But we'll check in with you again at 120, all right? Sounds good, Steely. Parker Thune, ladies and gentlemen, I am here at Balfour of Norman. And again, if you are looking for last-minute Sooner gifts for the Oklahoma fan on your list, you need to not look any further than this place, Balfour of Norman. It is big time. The Drake, Drake Dykin just walked in. He, ladies and gentlemen, do I need that? Okay. I didn't know if my uh, signal was shaky or what. I know I'm shaky, but uh, the signal. Anyway, uh, we're going to be here until 2 o'clock, and we've got a lot of stuff to talk about. Obviously, this is going to be 99% Sooners National Signing Day. When we get back, we're going to hear from Brent Venables what he had to say about Jackson Arnold, what he had to say about P.J. Atabare, what he had to say about the Sooners and how they battled you know, in the NIL world that we're living in right now in college football. We'll do all of that when we get back right here on Steel Man and Thune, Wednesday edition on the home of Sooner fans, The Ref. I am here at Balfour of Norman, and uh, again, if you're looking for last-minute Christmas gifts for a Sooner fan on your list, this is the place to be. Jerry and his crew out here will get you taken care of. Sooner sportswear, jackets, quarter zips, caps, everything you can think of, uh, it's out here at Balfour. And they've been a Norman and Sooner tradition for years and years and years. You can't go wrong at Balfour of Norman. All right, uh, we are going to get to the text line. Connor Pasby is back uh, in studio today. Connor, how you doing? How's everything? Doing all right, Mike. Still struggling over this news of Peyton Bowen. Man, that was just really shocking to see that, and not to see an OU hat on the table was kind of just wow to me. Yeah, I, I, did Parker Thune call him a liar? I think he did, yes. I, I think he did. That's probably I one word. It's probably one word to use right now. Yeah, well, uh, they're not always going to go your way. And uh, when you're trying to project what 18-year-old kids are going to do, you know, it's not an exact science. I get it. I'm sure there are a few people. It, was, it cracked me up. There was uh, – I, I thought, oh, my gosh, Parker, no. So – and most of the people were pretty – pretty cool about it but you had a couple people one guy was like you're a total clown and it's one of those deals where you look back at you know his uh, his account is like you know jc is my savior you know and i walk <laughs> in his path and i'm like i don't think jesus walked around calling people clowns but whatever 
Well, maybe he did when he turned over the tables of the money changers and everything. But anyway, uh, it's just it's a gut punch. And again, I don't want to, you know, come on here and be Debbie Downer because this is still a really, really good Oklahoma recruiting class. And even if they don't get to Celia Kana, Oklahoma's going to be somewhere in the, uh, I don't know, seven, eight, nine range. You're still going to have a top 10 class. It's going to be really good. And when you consider again how, uh, you know, average the Sooner season was, certainly by Oklahoma standards, it wasn't up to par. But they still bring in an excellent class. We'll see what Cecilia Connor does today at 3 o'clock. Will it be Oklahoma? Will it be Texas? But, Connor, it feels like if you're an Oklahoma fan right now, you, you, you're so leery of these decisions now because it just doesn't seem like – and, again, Jackson Arnold, that went Oklahoma's way, right? P.J. Adabare, that went Oklahoma's way. But they've been committed for a long time. It feels like these big decisions – where Oklahoma's involved and everybody's waiting to think, all right, here it comes, here it comes, boom, gut punch. DJ Hicks and then uh, Peyton Bowen today. You, so, just, well, you just don't want a gut punch number three with Akana. But, I mean, the Peyton Bowen, it was just back and forth between OU and Notre Dame, and then Oregon just comes out of nowhere. To be honest, at first when he picked up that Notre Dame hat and then tossed it to the side, I'm telling myself, Oh man, maybe he has yeah. an OU hat underneath yeah. him, but no, Where's no, the he OU doesn't. Hat? Where is it? Nothing Where, goes please? our way. Nothing goes OU's way. It feels like, man. Well, and uh, look, like I said, three o'clock for Cecilia Cano. We'll see what happens. And uh, a, a four-star gut punch is not as painful as a five-star gut punch, but the, it will be painful again if that uh, decision get, doesn't go Oklahoma's way. But let's hear what uh, Brent had to say about this Sooners class. Twenty-four committed. He did throw out the number twenty-five. Would that be Cecilia Cano? Could they flip somebody else? Maybe somebody we don't know about. We'll have to wait and see what happens but let's hear from brent first of all here's brent talking about uh you know the guy that's kind of the headliner of this class certainly on the offensive side of the ball one of the top 10 players in the country denton geyer five-star quarterback jackson arnold here's brent on the sooners qb signee we've seen there's some guys that they they commit to a school early and then they they think you, you save a spot, and then they go and they keep getting recruited for the next couple of years, and then, then maybe they commit and decommit a couple other times, and that's like a like a cool thing or something. I would what, what I love about Jackson Arnold, you know, he's one of the first young men that I visited with in my office uh, a year ago, uh, last January, and he and his family had a, an amazing conversation with him. He was incredibly anxious. Uh, I, I wanted, does he got to use the restroom? What? What? My man, my man, he was just antsy. And he was just nervous, you know. This was the moment for him. And he'd, uh, they had taken, uh, you know, several trips, uh, including to Oklahoma uh, prior to that. Uh, certainly a different staff, but around the country. And, you know, he was at a, a really good place. But he knew what he wanted. Um, and the best of the best, they know what they want. And when they see it, they take it. There you go, and Jackson Arnold pretty much non-wavering since his commitment to Oklahoma and had a tremendous year for uh, Denton Geyer, no doubt. Uh, I know Sooner fans are disappointed. His uh, teammate, five-star teammate Peyton Bowen, did not pick OU today. But Jackson Arnold uh, could be the next great quarterback at the University of Oklahoma. It looks like, again, all the high school credentials are there. Sometimes... 
Five-star prospects don't pan out, but I believe uh, this kid has a great chance to do just that, to pan out and be an excellent player at the University of Oklahoma. Now, OU's other five-star signee is on the defensive side of the ball, the Missouri High School Player of the Year, one of the top 100 players in the country. Uh, you know, and the Sooners still have right now seven top 100 high school prospects in this class. If they get to Sealy Akana later today at 3 o'clock, that would be eight. But they have seven right now. And really, Jackson Arnold, the headliner on the offensive side of the ball, P.J. Atabare from Kansas City is the defensive headliner. Here is B.B. talking about getting P.J. Atabare. P.J. Atabare, uh, just a, a fantastic uh, young man, his brother, uh, getting ready to get drafted high, a defensive lineman at uh, Northwestern. Uh, but he's broad, he's long, he's all arms and limbs. Uh, he's, he can uh, really run, very explosive, natural instincts uh, as a pass rusher. Uh, got a great frame, you know, just south of 230 pounds. Uh, really like where he's at. There you go. P.J., a great get for Oklahoma, one of the Sooners' 24 official signees from earlier this morning. And again, now OU fans await uh, what the decision will be from Tassili Akana, and that is happening right around 3 p.m. today. Uh, the heartbreak, again, was the Peyton Bowen announcement uh, as he surprisingly picked Oregon. Did not pick, you know, we thought it was all Oklahoma and Notre Dame, and kind of Oregon was a little bit of a factor down the stretch because he visited there. We haven't seen anything yet, right, on uh, DJ Hicks, Connor. And what are we hearing, Friday now for DJ Hicks? Yeah, what I think the, it's I think it's Friday. No chance today, so we'll see what Hicks does if he does stay I wonder with if A&M. he would go to Oregon. That's what I'm thinking, too. I talked to, yeah, I talked to Josh Helmer a little bit ago. I wonder if that changes his mind a little bit. Yeah, I mean, if Oregon uh, has the uh, NIL dollars to compete from, with uh, Texas A&M, and speaking of NIL dollars, you know, there are a lot of uh, Sooner fans that think, well, you know, what's happening here at the closing time, you know, great song by Semi-Sonic. It has not been a great experience, though, for Sooner fans who follow recruiting or Sooner fans in general because closing time didn't go well for DJ Hicks. At least it hasn't yet. But in terms of his commitments – it didn't go well, and it was a disaster today with Peyton Bowen. So is it all NIL dollars, and what is OU's NIL situation like? Here's Brent talking about the Sooners and name, image, likeness, and money. Again, I, I love where our there's an NIL, uh, our collectives and our philosophy. I love where we're at. I think it's a very uh, excellent place, and it's, it's going to lead to a healthy uh, locker room, certainly uh, in this in this. Uh, arena i don't think there's any perfect uh place but i do love where we're at and i'm going to stick to our our philosophy uh that way but uh, very few conversations uh, uh about that and and uh, and not that that's not important i've i've said it many times uh, you know i had to get student loans so i could have a little extra money in my pocket as a scholarship athlete so i i value the opportunity to let these players uh take advantage of the stage but uh, don't don't get you know distracted you know distracted people get distracted distracted people distract people and so I want to find guys that um, that were very simple very focused and driven uh, again education becoming the best player that they can be uh, they're leaders leaders in in their particular locker room and they're going to bring out the best in people and young men that are, they had a blue collar mindset that's that's the profile that we're looking for 
uh, from, you know, the, all the other stuff, you know, outside the, again, the ability to, to run and hit. And, and again, these are young men that represent uh, what commitment looks like, in my opinion. There you go. So, again, basically the OU philosophy is this. They are going to uh, have an uh, NIL program. They have a collective which they've restructured. They do have money. Obviously, I don't think they have A&M, Texas, you know, uh, Oregon, Miami kind of money. Maybe Tennessee, throw them out there. But uh, it's not like they're not going to utilize NIL. But they do not want that to become the number one uh, priority or the number one thing that recruits think about. Man, I'm going to Oklahoma and get some money. They want a, a better culture than that. And I think we have seen so far with that experiment, you know, at A&M has failed so far. So I don't blame Brent on that front. I don't know, uh, you know, how much money, uh, you know, Oklahoma came up short with in the Peyton Bowen sweepstakes. I don't know for sure that that was 100% the factor. It seems like it certainly was down the stretch. And I know probably some fans are going to say, man, you got to have more. If you wanted these five stars, you're going to have to, you know, uh, venture in or go out, you know, in deeper NIL waters. And it feels like OU is maybe knee deep out there right now where some are up to their necks in NIL dollars. I would be, um, I, I do like Brent's philosophy. And again, we don't know 100% for certain that that was clearly the deciding factor on DJ Hicks and Peyton Bowen. But my guess is it was a pretty big factor, if not the factor, um, down the stretch. All right, we got a break. Go ahead, Connor. I was going to say, Andy, you got um, the founder of Nike, of course, at Oregon with Phil Knight, so maybe that got involved with the, the bag of money. But, I mean, obviously we don't know that. But, I mean, it was OU and Notre Dame this whole time. So Oregon was a surprise, so maybe there was some bag of cash going to Peyton Bowen's way. The Ducks got bucks. That's what we're saying. Phil Knight's had some money. They've had uh, modern facilities, it seems like, for a long, long time, no doubt. So Oregon, another thorn in Oklahoma's side, you know, with Gordon Reese and now getting Peyton Bowen on signing day. All right, we're going to break right here. Where am I? Balfour of Norman, great place to come get Sooner souvenirs, sportswear, anything you're looking for. If you need some last-minute Oklahoma Sooner items, you'll find them all right here at Balfour of Norman. I did a little shopping myself right before we went on the air. Jerry and the staff here, super friendly. They'll show you around. Anything you're looking for, just ask, and they'll direct you right to it. All right, we're coming back. We'll go to the Air Comfort Solutions text line next here on the Home of Sooner Fans, The Ref. All right, we're back. I'm here at Balfour, Norman, Mike Steely, along with Connor Pasby. Uh, Parker's doing uh, cut-ins here today on National Signing Day. High school kids, 18-year-olds, are not reliable. You need something that is consistent. You know when they tell you what they're going to do, they're going to do exactly what they tell you they're going to do. Well, at Riverwind Casino, I can tell you exactly what they're going to do every month. Have the best promotions, have the best bars, have the best dining, best service, best hotel. That's why they are consistently rated the metro area's top casino year after year after year. Over 2,800 electronic games. All the best table games that you know and love are out there as well. Great poker room. Incredible bar right there in the middle of the gaming floor. The Coupale House Bar is big time. Dining. River Buffet, Steak Night is awesome on Fridays. 
Seafood night on Saturdays and then a great brunch on Sunday. Chips and Ales Pub Restaurant, also a great option for you. They have a tremendous food court, tremendous promotions. The 20K Holidays on Us promotion is happening right now. Get out there, play with your wild card, and rack up as many points in your wild card as you can. And that's on any of the electronic gaming machines out there at Riverwind right now. The 20K Holidays on Us promotion if you are in the top ten of the patrons who are in the most points on your wild card, they will get in touch with you on uh, Christmas Eve at 5 o'clock. They will announce the ten winners. You don't have to be present to win. They will contact you. You'll have 24 hours to pick up your grand prize bundle, which will include, well, they're giving away a bunch of $500 gift cards and more. These are going to be big-time grand prize bundles. So get out there to Riverwind Casino Play with your wild card, get as many points on that card as you can, and hopefully you'll be one of the 10 grand prize winners they announce coming up on Christmas Eve. Riverwind Casino, simply the best. Oh, man, I'm betting the Air Comfort Solutions text line is on fire right now. Connor Pasby, so let's get there. Yeah, so um, uh, Plank and Josh touched on this earlier, but Patrick sent this in. I don't know if you saw it, Steely, but this is from Hayes Fawcett. He said, just spoke with five-star safety Peyton Bowen about his decision. And Bowen said, I didn't know where I was going until the last second right before I picked up the hat. I was debating it the whole time. And then Hayes says, a true battle between Oregon and Notre Dame until the end. So no no Oklahoma. No Oklahoma involved. So I'm wondering if he had two NIL papers like on his table ready to make a decision. That, that's bizarre because unless he was flat out lying to people, as Parker said, look, I know there's some people out, out there that are mad at Parker right now, and the Twitter trolls are going to be everywhere. I mean, they, they're waiting to pounce. I get it. That's the way the people are. And, look, he had talked about yesterday, 9 out of 10, he felt that solid on Peyton Bowen. So I get that people are upset. But I promise you, he is not making this stuff up. He is going on the best information he has, and he has really good sources. He's not just throwing stuff out there and seeing if it sticks. He talks to a lot of people every day, I promise you. And the, the, uh, mom, the mom was even shocked, too, Bowen's mom, when he put down the Notre Dame hat and picked up the Oregon hat. Yeah, it was just a bizarre deal. And, again, you're not going to win every one of these. Uh, I would say, I don't know, when I woke up this morning, I was kind of feeling apprehensive about it. The one thing that that was crazy to me was that he stayed committed and committed and committed, and you kept hearing, well, eventually he's going to flip. And then, uh, you know, you, you're a Sooner fan out there, and I know you're hoping for a signing day flip, but you didn't get it. Um, and I understand that. You know, people are very disappointed. But I can promise you this, speaking for my man Parker, he does the best at gathering information oh, yes. that he can. He does. And it's not, it's not. you know what, I'm just going to throw something out there to get a bunch of retweets and likes. He doesn't do that kind of stuff. He really doesn't. And you get a few people in the business. I Look, I think uh, the main Sooner sites are all pretty good. I really do. And I've got friends at Scoop, Carrie, Eddie, Josh, Bob. Those guys do a great job. Brandon, Parker, they do a great job. And those guys, I guarantee you, they are going after information. They're not just throwing stuff out there. And but sometimes you, you don't, you don't know you don't know what's going on through these kids' minds too. Like, I mean, it was OU and Nordane the whole time, and then picked up an Oregon hat. But let's get let's get to another text from Jim in Arlington. Jim says Bowen pulled a mule shoe. Yes, he did. 
That was a little bit mule shoe-ish, I must say. I'm not, mean, I'm, not take, I'm not taking the LSU job. I am going to L.A. I mean, it was, uh, it, you know, and I can see an 18-year-old kid doing that. And, and uh, there, there is no way, when you make a big decision, if you're going to get divorced or you're going to break up or you're going to leave one job for another, it's never easy. It's never going to be a comfortable situation. But I, I know that the OU folks felt like they Peyton Bowen was going to be a Norman. They felt like Peyton Bowen was going to be a Norman, and it didn't work out. So there you go. This is uh, this is from the four hundred five. Some positive vibes right here. I'm finding it really icky that we're that we're focusing so much on not getting Bowen instead of celebrating those who signed. Tell us about each of these kids who love OU and Parker. You're the best. Appreciate that from the 405. Yeah, and I mentioned that earlier. Obviously, the big news of the day is, you know, going in today, it was about three names. It was about Peyton Bowen, number one, to Celia Kana, number two, and then it was about uh, Marcus Strong. And the Sooners right now are one of two. They got Marcus Strong, defensive lineman out of Union City, Florida. They lose Peyton Bowen. Peyton Bowen was the top priority today. Now that, that third big storyline out there is what's going to happen with Cecilia Connor. That, that decision will come down a little after 3 o'clock today. And I did mention that, by the way, that it's kind of sad that this has kind of taken over a little bit based on uh, what the Sooners did because this is still an excellent class, it, no doubt about it. You got, you but, got number, number seven now because of the Notre Dame missing on Bowen, so that's still an excellent class. Kind of a hidden gem that we didn't expect today, like you just mentioned Steely, uh, Marcus Strong, the three-star D lineman from Florida, played at South Alabama, had seven sacks this season. So, I mean, that's a good player. I mean, I saw him listed at 6'4", 270, so kind of a big guy up front. We'll see what he can do. Yeah, it's uh, it's going to be interesting. Like I said, you get a great, great, great quarterback, it looks like. And, again, there's no guarantee that every five-star quarterback pans out. You know, see Red Bomar, see, you know, uh, you know, DJ at Clemson has had a few moments, but for the most part it's been a disappointment. But I like what I see from Jackson Arnold because I don't think there's a lot of BS there. I think he's a really good kid. He's about putting the work in and getting better. I love that. P.J. Atabare comes from a really good family. You've seen what his brother's done. Uh, so I like those two five-star kids for Oklahoma. And this is a really, really good overall class that could have been historic. If you had Bowen and Akana, and somehow, then you got DJ Hicks on top of that, which I don't think is going to happen. Clearly, uh, I think it's A and M or maybe Oregon. You know, maybe the Ducks waddle in and you know get DJ Hicks on Friday. It's looking like a Friday announcement there, but it had a chance to be you know like a top four class, maybe moving uh, up to top three if you got DJ Hicks along with Akana and Bowen. Um, you know, but I think a lot of uh, Sooner fans were thinking today. Man, it's going to be a good day, and you're going to get Bowen, and you're going to get Akana, and you're going to have a top five class. I think ev- everyone everyone thought it was a good day until they saw. I think there was a picture leaked out right before Peyton Bowen went live for his announcement, and it had the two hats, uh, Notre Dame and uh, Oregon. So no OU hat on there. Yeah, that that's really bizarre. That that is really bizarre how that all went down. Uh, did it shock me that he picked somebody other than Oklahoma? Not totally. But I would have thought it would have been Notre Dame, and I certainly would have thought, and it's such an afterthought anyway, it doesn't matter because you didn't get the kid, but to not even have an Oklahoma hat out there, 
was very strange. Okay, let's stay on schedule right here. I didn't want to get behind. Uh, let's take a quick break coming, coming uh, right here. I'm at Balfour of Norman on Campus Corner. You know where Balfour is. You know all about Balfour. The very best in Sooner sportswear, souvenirs, anything you're looking for for the Sooner fan on your Christmas list is right here. It's a one-stop shop. I have given away uh, a lot of my money to Balfour, and guess what? I love everything I get here. It's awesome. So come on out, do some shopping here last minute. Uh, Jerry and the crew out here, very friendly, very helpful. You'll find what you're looking for here at Balfour. All right, break time. Coming back, we'll get to some more texts. Mike Steely with you, along with Connor Pasby today. Parker will check back in at 120. Stay with us here on The Ref. Here at Balfour of Norman, it is a great place to pick up uh, any Sooner item you're looking for. Polos, quarter zips, hoodies, hats, shoes. I'm looking at an OU gnome right now. If your garden needs a Sooner gnome, they've got one here. They've got it all. Uh, stuff for the kids, stuff for the adults. They have a little bit of everything. Your one-stop shop for Sooner gear here at Balfour of Norman. Uh, we do our pregame shows out here on game days. A lot of fans roll into Balfour. Believe me, it is the most popular place to get Sooner gear here on Campus Corner. And uh, they've been doing it for years and years and years. Okay, uh, yeah, so we've got a couple minutes left. We'll have Parker back on at 120. Uh, as far as the Sooners class today, somebody was asking me that um, – do, do, do. okay, I have no idea who that is. All right. Uh, here is one that's just coming in uh, via DM on Twitter. Steely, who are the uh, top 100 players the Sooners got behind, besides – uh, JFA and Adabare. Uh, Jaquase Petaway, the wide receiver. Uh, Caden Green, the offensive lineman from Kansas City. Uh, Sammy Omasigo, the uh, linebacker from Texas. Uh, Makari Vickers, the safety from Florida. And uh, Jacoby Johnson, the defensive back from uh, Mustang, who's also played a little wide receiver. But it looks like it'll be uh, DB, a defensive backfield situation for Jacoby Johnson. So this is still an excellent class. There is no doubt about it. But uh, Sooner fans are hoping to add, you know, uh, a couple nice uh, finishing touches to this class today with uh, Peyton Bowen and Tecilia Kana. They miss, swing and a miss on Peyton Bowen, who picked Oregon, surprisingly. And uh, they await the words coming from Tecilia Kana uh, later today at 3 o'clock. Will it be Oklahoma or will Texas come in? and get to Celia Kana at the last minute. So you get in this class, in addition, well, I'll, I'll just mention everybody, Jackson Arnold, uh, Phil Pachotti, the linebacker, uh, Dave McCullough, the safety, again, his brother, Desan, coming to uh, the Sooners through the portal. One of the best prospects in the portal on the defensive side of the football should be an immediate impact guy for Oklahoma on the defensive side of the ball. You get Derek LeBlanc today. You get Joshua Bates, the offensive lineman from Colorado. Um Cade McIntyre uh, from Fremont, Nebraska, the tight end. Uh, Taylor Wine, the defensive end that the Sooners got uh, down the stretch. Jaquase Petaway, I talked about. Caden Green, I talked about. Uh, Logan Howland on the offensive line. Champ Sanders. Ashton Sanders, the defensive end from California. Uh, again, Sammy Almasigo. Jacoby Johnson. Keon Brown, the wide receiver from Tallahassee. Makari Vickers, the safety. Uh, from Florida, Lewis Carter, the linebacker out of Tampa. Sooners did well in Florida. Caleb Hicks, the running back from Texas, 
Eric McCarty, the athlete from McAllister. Uh, Marcus Strong on the interior uh, defensive line from Union City, Florida, they get today. Josiah Wagner, the cornerback from Washington. Heath Ozida, uh, the offensive lineman. P.J. Adabare, of course. Dalen Smothers, the running back. And uh, Kendall Dolby, the defensive back from NEO. So that is what Oklahoma has still, right still, now. Still a great class. I think the Sooner fans were just hoping to get in the top five range. But, I mean, six and seven. Still a great job for Venables and his crew. And there's some guys in this class that were kind of overlooked, some three stars. Um, Kendall Dolby is a kid that I really like, that kid from NEO, number one defensive back in JUCO, first team All-American. So you got some hidden gems in that class as well. Yeah, again, this is going to be a a top ten class. And considering the season that Oklahoma just had, and we'll see what happens in the bowl game, but – uh, this is a situation where, again, the Sooners uh, are going to have an excellent class. But it's kind of like, I don't know, like, uh, let's go back to the 1980s and Christmas. And now I did get the Atari gaming system, but let's just say, you know, my parents gave me some really cool stuff back in the day, all right? When I was, well, actually, this would have been uh, mid-late 70s. But, you know, you get everything, you get a bunch of stuff that you want, you've had a really good Christmas, but you're hoping the final present is going to be like the Atari 2600, like back in the day for me. And you unwrap it, and it's the Atari 2600, and your Christmas night was just good, it became great. Well, Peyton Bowen was the Atari 2600 of the mid-70s. Unfortunately, you open that gift, and it's underwear and socks instead of Peyton Bowen. You that got you got a, what happened today. You got a bunch of little good gifts, but you were hoping for kind of one big one. Yeah, I mean, in Jackson Arnold and PJ Atabara and some of these top 100 guys, those are all really good uh, gifts to get. But you you were hoping to get just a couple more. Sooner fans, they want to be greedy. I don't blame them, man. I don't blame them at all. Uh, so we'll see what happens with Akana coming up at uh, 3 o'clock today. And we'll talk to Parker coming up at 1.20 next hour. Parker's just doing call-ins today. We have uh, Connor Pasby with us. Thanks to Lasher Home Comfort Systems for sponsoring our first hour today here on Steel Man and Thune. We have another hour to go. We'll keep it rolling next here on the Home of Sooner Fans, The Ref. All right, we are back. Hour number two. Mike Steely with you here at uh, Balfour of Norman. Just talked to Jerry. They are going to be open until uh, 2 o'clock on Christmas Eve. So, you know, if uh, I always do kind of a two-minute drill. Don't you guys do that? Most guys do. The ladies, man, they have a game plan laid out. Like, they'll buy somebody a sweater, you know, this, this summer in August that's going to be a Christmas present. The ladies are much better at planning and executing. Hey, it's all about execution. Okay. And the ladies are much better at executing a Christmas game plan. Guys, you know what it's all about. We're in a two-minute drill. We're in a two-minute offense. Oh, yeah, Christmas is what? Oh, my gosh. You know, and you're running the, you're running the no huddle, two-minute, calling out the play of the line of scrimmage. If you need to do that, Balfour is the place to be because you – it's the only place you need to go to. They have everything. I mean, everything. I'm looking at Sooner wall clocks, neon signs, you know, license plates, polos, hoodies, hats, sweats, Sooner gnomes, Sooner mugs, Sooner, you know, the uh, the Yetis, everything that you need, you know, the purses for game day, the clear purses, everything you need is right here at Balfour of Norman. And uh, Jerry's a super friendly guy, so is the staff out here. They will treat you right. And, again, they will be open Christmas Eve until 2 o'clock 
here at Balfour. And the good thing is right now, man, parking spaces are free. The students are gone. I mean, it's it's not a ghost town here on Campus Corner, but it's not uh, the rat race that it normally can be sometimes down here on Campus Corner. You know what we need? You know what we need right now. It's a good day for OU. It's a good day. This is a good recruiting class. It's a really good class. And considering, again, where the Sooners were this year, and they weren't playing to their normal standard. Now, I still think, Brent, this staff will get them there. But this was not a typical Oklahoma year, and you're going to have a top ten recruiting class. They'll probably be, uh, depending on what happens with Akana, somewhere in the seven or eight range. We'll talk to Parker about that coming up at 120. But it is still a really good recruiting haul. No question about it. No doubt about it. But it is not uh, what some Sooner fans wanted earlier today, and that was hearing that Peyton Bowen was coming to Oklahoma. But he made his announcement today at 11 a.m. and surprisingly picked Oregon. So some Sooner fans are down in the dumps about that. They don't understand it. How could it happen? All these crystal balls for Peyton Bowen, sometimes it happens. And uh, it certainly happened to the Sooners on uh you know, commitment ceremony day with DJ Hicks, and it happened about a little over about two hours ago with the uh, surprising announcement from Peyton Bowen. So, no, we, you know what we need? We need a little levity. We need a little uh, good sooner humor. So let's interject some right now, okay? Forget about Peyton Bowen. Let me go play at Oregon. All right? Who who knows? He could be in the transfer portal. At the end of the year and come back, you never know. I don't know how Brent and the staff would feel about because <laughs> that happening because they really felt like they were going to get the kid. But but anyway, let's interject a little uh, good feeling in here. Like Brian Bosworth telling the story about Barry Switzer recruiting him. Now, Bos had just committed to Texas A&M, and apparently Barry Switzer didn't like that very much because he was at Bos was Irving MacArthur, I believe. Because uh, Barry Switzer showed up at Boz's high school the very next day. Here's how Boz tells the story. And Coach Switzer, I guess, found out the very next day that uh, I uh, committed to Texas A&M. And I'm sitting in my high school cafeteria. And there's 3,000 kids in my school. So there's 1,000 of us in, you know, in the cafeteria. And I'm looking across, and I see this, this, this cat walk in in a full-length mink coat. <laughs> and I take a... And I go, it, it can't be. It can't be. Because all the other coaches would come and they'd pull me out of class and take me in. Here he comes and he he calls me out. Hey, where's Boss? Where's Boss? And I go, oh, no. No, no. And he's got the rings on. I know you want one of these. I know you want one of these. You don't get it at A&M. <laughs> Classic stuff there. That's what the we needed, Mike. That's what we Barry needed. Barry Switzer. The Boz and Barry Switzer. Can't you just see the king opening the door to the cafeteria and yelling out for Boz? Pretty much, pretty much saying, hey, if you want to win, Boz, come to you, man. There aren't many white guys out there that can pull off a mink coat. I think there are only two that have done it throughout history. And uh, that would be Barry Switzer and Joe Willie Namath, Broadway Joe, back when he was in the New York Jets roster back in the day. And a great picture of Joe Namath, by the way. What I like about Joe Namath's appearance in the mink coat is he's on the sidelines in his mink coat with the shades on 
and a dip in his mouth. Now, that is a power move by Joe Namath back in the day. And it, was, it looked like it was like 28 degrees out there on that day, too. But Barry Switzer in the mink coat coming in to visit the Boz. And I think Boz had a pretty good career uh, at the University of Oklahoma. I know, I know I can't pull that off, but, man, Mike, the king can pull that off with the coat like that. That's why he's the king. That is why. I mean, if uh, look, if I was walking down the street with a mink coat on, people would say, who is that loser? I mean, they do that Why anyway. is he wearing that? They, they do that anyway, but if I was wearing the mink coat, I would be, you know, uh, two times over, you know, mega loser kind of guy. But that, uh, I always love that story. I always You know what? Let's do this. Just to sue the Sooner Nation. Let's roll that one more time. I think, look, they played Stairway to Heaven for 20 hours straight on FM radio in Oklahoma City back in the day. That or Hotel California or Bohemian Rhapsody. So we can run the Boz, Barry Switzer clip one more time just to heal the Sooner Nation of their Peyton Bowen sadness. Roll it. And Coach Switzer, I guess, found out the very next day that uh, I'd uh, committed to Texas A&M, and I'm sitting in my high school cafeteria, and there's 3,000 kids in my school, so there's a thousand of us, and you know, in the cafeteria, and I'm looking across, and I see this 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 cat walk in in a full-length mink coat, <laughs> and I take a, and I go, it, it can't be, it can't be, because all the other coaches would come and they'd pull me out of class and take me in. Here he comes and he he calls me out. Hey, where's Boss? Where's Boss? And I go, oh, no, no, no. And he's got the rings on. I know you want one of these. I know you want one of these. You don't get it at A&M. That is so good. Where's Boz? That is so Where's good. Where's Boz? Classic, classic stuff. All right, you want to get some texts in? We've got Parker coming up with us again in the next segment and uh, to talk uh, what's happening, National Signing Day. The next big thing unless there's a surprise out there is what's going to happen with Cecilia Akana at three o'clock today his announcement Brazil right. yep Brazilian Sooner says I would rather not have a hat on the table to only see it picked up and then tossed away show yeah. some respect to those who recruit you yeah what's what's your thought on that Mike you know I'm a little old school on that and uh, I, I've heard uh, coach Pat Jones talk about it too and he feels the same way and Pat's old school obviously but again these these staffs, man, they put a lot of effort, heart and soul, a lot of hours into trying to sell these kids in their school. And, you know, particularly where it, Notre Dame felt like they were going to get paid in Bowen. Oklahoma felt like they were going to get paid in Bowen. They, both staffs felt like they were in a really good situation. Oregon got him. But those staffs, man, to see to see that, and look, these are 17, 18-year-old kids. I get that. They're looking for the attention. And, oh, my, you just got 2,000 more followers on Instagram or whatever. Uh, but at the same time, you know, it does – to me, it is a little bit disrespectful. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm kind of old school, too. I guess I'm only a fan of it if it goes your team's way, so if it goes OU's way. But other than that, man, I'm not – you got all those schools recruiting you, so show, show a little respect. But All right, uh, let's get a couple more in. We got one from Justin. Didn't Jamel Holloway wear a fur coat on the sidelines as well? Yes, Jamel did. Uh, Jamel could pull it off. I said nerdy white guys, though. They're very, nerdy white guys can't pull off the mink coat. There are very few, like I said. But Jamel, yes. Jamel had a Merce back in the day, too. <laughs> 
yeah. a man purse. So he, he was – Jamel may have been the first person I ever saw that had a purse. I remember seeing him at the Mont back in the day, and uh, he was there with his purse. That dude, that dude can pull off anything. But uh, we got another one. Uh, positivity, BV's blazer was pretty. Did you see his blazer he was wearing I during did, that conference? I did see it. I was over here setting up radio equipment, but I saw a photo Big of it. Big fan so. of that. Big fan yeah. of that. I thought BV looked good. And he's in shape. Look- if you're in shape and fit like that, you can pull off a Christmas blazer. Well, I mean, BV's still running stadium steps. I don't know if he's doing it in this weather, but we saw him doing that a lot. So, yeah, that guy's always been in shape, taking care of himself, no doubt. So, uh, But uh, somebody was asking, Steely, did you ever get the chance to interview Jamel, yes, many times. I always liked Jamel, always liked Jamel. He was always a good interview, and he was always very accommodating uh, with his time. And, uh, you know, like Charles Thompson was too, you know. Uh, when Jamel went down, Charles Thompson came in. He was always uh, a really good interview too. Now, we, we know what happened there for a while. It didn't look very good, obviously, for CT, but I always liked both those guys, and I still like them. I haven't seen I haven't seen CT in a while. I've seen Jamel in I don't know probably a decade, but always liked him. We got one more uh, top ten recruiting classes can win conference and national titles if the evaluations are correct. Oh, you will be fine. Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. That's yeah. what we're trying yeah. to say. You lose one with Peyton Bowen, but you're you're still in great shape. Yes, it's nice to have a top five recruiting class. We'll see what Akana does if it's Texas or Oklahoma, but you are still in great shape. And Venable's second season with a with a top ten class. Yeah, and and if the culture uh, kicks in, and again, you know, think about where Oklahoma was at one point. You're thinking after the Texas game, man, uh, it looks to me like the Titanic hit the iceberg here. You know, we're going to start. We're going to start using. Get the lifeboats. Get the lifeboats out, right? And I remember thinking the two goals at that time, and we talked about it on this show. Get bowl eligible. Save the recruiting class, and they did. And they're, they're bowl eligible. Save the recruiting class, and they could have. You know, they still had games. They probably should have won the West Virginia game. They should have won. Uh, clearly, I think the Tech game. They had a great chance to win. They could have been eight and four. They could have closed out and really, you know, eight and four would have been nice based on where they were after the Cotton Bowl. But you know, they got bowl eligible. Save the recruiting class, and that that says a lot about this coaching staff and the culture to basically hold the vast majority of this class together when everybody out there, you know, is saying, Oklahoma, did you see what they were all about? (laughs) They're not going anywhere. And now they're going to the SEC with that? Are you kidding me? So it was was still, no matter how it finishes out today, even with Akana, this has still been an excellent job by the Sooner staff. Uh, You know, first of all, getting these guys committed, getting them signed, and holding this class together for the most part. Now, you don't get the cherry on top of the Sunday with Peyton Bowen, and who knows if you get the whipped cream here with Akana down the stretch either, but it's still it's still a tasty Sunday. Sa- saving the class and especially saving the big ones like Arnold, Adebare, and uh, Petaway, and you did just that, so you're, you're sitting fine right now. All right, let's break right here. we got Parker coming up here, and we'll get an update. Uh, maybe if there's some new news out there. Uh, again, on uh, what could be happening with the Celia Kana. We're seeing a few more crystal balls come out in favor of Texas. Do the Sooners still feel good about their chances there? We'll talk about that. And I think Parker called Peyton Bowen a liar. We'll ask him if he still feels that way when we get back. <laughs> here on the home of Sooner fans, the Ref Radio Network. Keep it here. 
Okay, we are back here at Balfour of Norman on Campus Corner. Mike Steely with you, Steelman and Thune, at noon into the 1 o'clock hour. And we've got Parker uh, doing call-in updates on what's happening on National Signing Day. The Sooners have 24 players officially uh, signed at two national letters of intent. The uh, big news today was, uh, well, the, the... the big news was Peyton Bowen picked Oregon, which was bad news for Sooner fans. And now they await an announcement from Tassili Akana coming up at 3 o'clock today. And Parker Thune, uh, let's cover those stories first. Are you hearing any news again on what happened down the stretch with Peyton Bowen? The story that, you know, well, we, who would, was it Hayes Fawcett he told that, you know, I didn't even know where I was going until I picked up that hat. It's like, Really? Um, what are you hearing on both fronts? Let's start with Peyton Bowen, and then we'll move to uh, to Celia Kana. Yeah, well, again, Celia, I don't think anybody has to. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to see what went on. Situation. The harsh reality is that people were lied to, and we knew for a fact. Everybody that covered that recruitment knew that somebody was getting lied to because. The kid and his camp were telling Oklahoma all of what they wanted to hear, and they were telling Notre Dame what all of them, what they wanted to hear. However, what I didn't take into account, what a lot of people didn't take into account, the reason why there was so much confidence on the OUN is because I don't know that anyone figured Peyton Bowen would mislead the people that were closest to him, all of whom were told that he would be a suitor at the end of the day. And so with that as the backdrop, Either what he said is 100% true and he just so happens to pick Oregon as he was sitting there at the table, or I, I think it's pretty clear what the alternative and the more likely explanation is, which is that there was a very significant financial investment made by Oregon to ensure that they landed Peyton Bowen and that they landed Peyton Bowen very quietly. Yeah, Sooner fans obviously uh, were uh, were shocked when that went down. And uh, again, now they they turn their attention to this decision coming up at three o'clock. As you said earlier, Oklahoma right now they have twenty four twenty four on the dotted line who signed today. Uh, and now Brandon mentioned the number twenty five. Do you think Cecilia Kana is going to be number twenty five? And if he's not, and let's say he picks Texas, who would be number twenty five? Well, that's a great question, Steely. I, I still am confident, as are most in our network, that Cecilia Connor signs with Oklahoma right now as things stand. And look, things are highly fluid on signing day. I'm not saying that changes, and as I've been saying all day, uh, it's hard to get too confident as of right now with Cecilia Connor just because of, A, what already went on with Peyton Bowen, and B, the fact that there are so many familial ties to Texas for Akana. Uh, so if, if you put a gun to my head right now, I'd tell you Akana's going to be a sooner. But, I, again, I think everybody that figured this was going to be a sure thing heading into signing day is certainly a bit more reticent at this point because of the late smoke for Texas and because of what just went on with Peyton Bowen. It's kind of like once one domino falls – you expect the whole thing to collapse. And so it's almost as if people are expecting Cecilia Cotta to pick Texas because what could possibly go right for Oklahoma at this point on signing day. So I think you're encouraged by the fact that all of OU's 24 commits are signed and have put pen to paper. So 
so you don't got to sweat any of these out until February. But uh, the Bowen thing is going to continue to hurt. Uh, it's been a rough day in my Twitter mentions, no doubt. Uh, and it does lead to a little bit of skepticism regarding what happened this afternoon with Akana. Yeah, it's uh, it's been a crazy day. It's been really weird, man. I'm the master of bad analogies, so I'll throw the way, another one out here. It's almost like you you got you're going to a really good Christmas party, man. You're having a great time. A lot of your friends are there. You know, it's a relaxing deal. You're telling some great jokes, having some beverages. Uh, you know, everything's cool. You get the dirty Santa as funny as you know what, and you're just having a good time. And then some dude shows up and throws up, you know, in the middle of the floor and passes out. And that's what Peyton Bowen did today, pretty much. Uh, but this should be a day, you know, of, of celebration because this is still a really good class, Parker. Let's say that number 25 doesn't happen and the Sooners finish at this number uh, for the early signing period at 24. Where do you think this class will end up ranking if it stays as it is? Well, I think it's going to be a top 10 class. I think the hopes of a top 5 class kind of died when Bowen picked Oregon. So, as of right now, I'd expect the Sooners to still land solidly within the top 10. But again, I think the top 5 class that we've all been talking about for quite some time uh, may be dead in the water with Bowen now with Duck. The, the hopes of a top 5 class were kind of riding on the presumption that Bowen was going to be a member like a very sure thing. Bowen told the people closest to him that it was going to be Oklahoma at the end of the day. And for one reason or another, he ends up at Oregon. The Ducks are putting a really strong finishing kick together in this class. And Oklahoma's left on the outside looking in. And it hurts, especially with the knowledge that you had D.J. Hicks in the palm of your hands three months ago, and he got away as well. All right, and uh, money talks, man. No doubt about it. There is no doubt about it. All right, uh, before we let you go, uh, thinking about one aspect of what's happened in this recruiting cycle, and you had the gut punch on the David Hicks commitment ceremony. You had the gut punch today, gut punch number two with Peyton Bowen picking Oregon. What about the kids from the Tulsa area? We did see that Micah Tease selected Texas A&M. Micah Tease goes to A&M. Cole Adams ends up at Alabama. Uh, you've got Luke Has going to Arkansas. Some really good prospects in the Tulsa area, and either the Sooners didn't have interest in a couple of those guys or they were in too late or whatever, but, uh, you know, those Tulsa players, that Tulsa trio in particular, all four stars, um, and the Sooners, again, get none of those. Uh, how surprising was that? Was this Oklahoma's issue, their fault, or what happened? Well, I think it's just a combination of a whole bunch of different circumstances. I, I said it for a long time. I think the Sooners waited too long on Cole Adams. Uh, that's one that you can legitimately find fault with the OU staff for. Uh, the Mike and T situation is interesting. And initially, uh, I was I was very critical of OU staff for going about that recruitment the way they did. And I still don't think they went about it perfectly. But I will say, in talking to some sources with knowledge of Jesus' recruitment, it sounds like there were some red flags, or at the very least some yellow flags uh, with regards to Mike and Tease that maybe caused the Sooners uh, to help them to uh, back off and quit pushing. 
but it, it was just a weird year in the state of Oklahoma. Man, they got two of the really good ones in Jacoby Johnson and Eric McCarty, but uh, I'd expect that going forward, you see OU and Brent Venables put the clamps on the state uh, more so than they did in 2023, and that's going to be a product of A, an increased effort to recruit locally, and B, a normalized set of circumstances because when you look at the top tier within the state in this class, you got By Job, who's not a local. You got Luke Haz, who's an Arkansas legacy. There were just so many of those kids in the state of Oklahoma that just so happens to have ties elsewhere. Uh, if I can use a pertinent past example, there were a lot more talent Shetrons than Gentry Williams in this class in the state of Oklahoma. So it'll all regress to me. This will be the exception, not the rule going forward. All right, Parker, we appreciate it. I know you'll be on uh, with Tyler a couple times uh, on Locked In and during uh, the rush later today. We'll see what happens with Cecilia Khan at 3 o'clock. That's what Sooner fans are thinking about right now. Appreciate your time, and Be careful. Appreciate you, Cecilia. Take care. Parker Thune uh, checking in with us. All right, uh, man, it's, it's going to be, you know, uh, you knew today, I thought, the minute that came down, like, oh, no, Parker's going to have a long day. He's going to have a long day. And look, if you throw a prediction out there, I don't expect that you shouldn't be criticized. And I'm not going to say, oh, it's okay, you know, no problem, you missed. I, I didn't expect that. But some of the trolls out there are pretty sad. I mean, really, really, you know, uh, throwing some stuff out there. Can you imagine living your life as a Twitter troll? I mean, think about how pathetic your life has to be to think, you know what, I'm going to make up a name and just troll everybody. It's got to be a pretty sad existence, doesn't it? Especially with high school athletes making a decision where to go to college. I mean, give me a break. I mean, and Parker, I mean, yeah, he had Bowen going to OU. So did other folks. No one had him going to Oregon. I mean, you got to grow up if you're a 30, 35-year-old man attacking this guy, Parker Thune, for doing his job. Well, look, none of us are immune to criticism, and when you miss, you miss, and you're, you're going to take a little bit of it. But some of this stuff is so mean-spirited. I, I just can't imagine how sad your life must be to live as a Twitter troll, and that's pretty much all you do. Pretty sad. All right, we're going to take a break. We're here at a place that's very happy, Balfour of Norman. Any Sooner gift that you're looking for, you'll find it here at Balfour. And, uh, you know, if you're running, men, we, we do the two-minute offense down the stretch for Christmas. You know, we don't plan as well as the ladies. So if you need to do the two-minute drill, you can come over here and you can find what you need and uh, get all your gifts uh, taken care of here, stocking stuffers as well. They've got everything here at Balfour. Break time. Let's go back to the Air Comfort Solutions text line. When we get back right here on the Home of Sooner Fans, the ref. I want to thank the uh, Seth Wadley Auto Group in uh, Paul's Valley for sponsoring our second hour. Great deals on uh, whatever you're looking for, a car, truck, SUV, pre-owned vehicle. They have them on the lot at the Seth Wadley Auto Group. Exit 72 in Paul's Valley. And you can feel great about your purchase because of the uh, great guarantee that Seth offers. Oil changes, engines for life on uh, new or used gas or diesel at no additional cost to you. So uh, we'll go to the Air Comfort Solutions text line here in a minute, 405-651-3439. Also, Riverwind Casino sponsoring our uh, hotline, 405-329-9000. Great promotions happening right now. The 20K 
holidays on us promotion is big time. All you have to do is go out and play any, I'm talking about every single one of the electronic gaming machines. You're eligible. Play with your wild card. Get as many points on your wild card as you can. And uh, they're going to cut off the, uh, the competition at midnight, December 23rd. As it rolls into December 24th, Christmas Eve, that's the deadline right there. So play through the 23rd. Get as many points on your wild card as you can. And if you're in the top 10 of patrons and uh, total points on your wild card, you are going to win one of 10 grand prize bundles that includes $500 gift cards and more. These are great, great, big-time prize bundles they're giving away. Uh, all you have to do is keep playing and get in the top 10. You don't even have to be present uh, to uh, hear your name called. They will contact you. Uh, they're picking winners again. Uh, on Christmas Eve at 5 o'clock, they'll call you, get in touch with you, and you will have 24 hours to pick up your grand prize bundle. Plus, uh, they're giving away 150 k in cash, bonus play, and prizes on New Year's Eve. Another reason why Riverwind Casino is simply the best. All right, this one comes to Twitter. Steely, what uh, recruiting stories do you have for us? We enjoy the one with Boz talking about Barry Switzer. Um yeah, I thought OU fans maybe needed a laugh there to hear the boss talking about Switzer coming to uh, the high school cafeteria and recruiting him back in the day. Uh, the The name that stands out to me was Marcus Dupree. And uh, I it was my freshman year at OU, and I was kind of you know, doing what Connor's doing, you know, doing odd jobs around the station, running the board, and, um, you know, doing some stuff at OU. I was just getting started in the business. And uh, I, I was listening to Al Ashback a lot at the time because really he had the only um, the only big show in the market, and um, you know there were Marcus Dupree updates every night. It was coming down to Oklahoma and Texas, and uh, the Sooners end up signing Marcus Dupree. I can still uh, remember on that signing day night, I was doing uh, typical college things. I was here on Campus Corner at Jockey Strap Saloon back in the day. And I can remember that on their big screen, uh, Jerry Park, who was the old sports director at Channel 5, KOCO back in the day, came on the screen, and there was a graphic that said, like, Dupree signs with OU, and the whole place went crazy. So I remember that. I remember um, the recruitment of James Allen was big. He was, uh, if not the number one running back in the country, out of Winniewood back in the day, he was certainly in the top two or three Ended up signing with Oklahoma. I can remember Robert Meacham uh, flipping and going to Tennessee on uh, National Signing Day. I can remember it was big news that Hartley Dyke signed with Oklahoma State back in the day. This is when I was in the uh, real early stages of my career and uh, following and recruiting. So there have been some, uh, some surprises. This Peyton Bowen one ranks up there. Like I said, the Sooner fan base has had a couple – of uh, gun pu- gut punches in uh, this recruiting cycle. The first one was the commitment ceremony for David Hicks. That was the first one because everybody thought, all right, this is the announcement for Oklahoma. Oklahoma's going to close David Hicks. There was a silent commitment there. A&M comes in. He puts the A&M hat on, and Sooner fans are like, uh, uh, what? And then today, I think Sooner fans um, felt pretty confident that they were going to get Peyton Bowen. But he picks Oregon. It wasn't even Notre Dame. It was Oregon. So that was the second 
gut punch. You can't win them all, but, man, those were two tough losses for OU. Those are two guys that we had it, like, live on TV, like, ready to watch and ready to talk about it on the show. So that's what makes it even worse. We were ready for them to commit to OU, and (laughs) it does not happen. It's just still odd to me that he didn't have a hat on the table. I know I've said that a few times, but that's just – just still that doesn't make any sense to me. Bizarre, no doubt. Very bizarre. Okay, uh, here's the other thing, like on the David Hicks deal, when he announced his commitment. Parker had already recorded a I'm coming to Oklahoma interview yeah. with him that was in, uh, in, in the can. It was on video. And it was all said to be released, you know, right after he made his announcement. But he didn't announce for Oklahoma, so – that's how, again, confident – like I said, look, these guys are going to be wrong, and I understand fans get frustrated. I totally get it, man. You, you think, all right, well, I'm here another, but Peyton Bowen's going to Oklahoma. I get it. But like I said, most of these guys, there are a few out there, but I can tell you that Parker is not one of them that's going to throw stuff out there. You know, he's hoping that is is going to stick against the wall, or he's not one of those guys who's doing this for clicks or whatever. The people that are doing that are the people that are stealing his information on these little sites and uh, doing it, you know, to make it look like it's their own information. Those are, there are people out there like that. But like I said, um, you're not going to win them all. You are not going to win them all. But that's how confident he was on DJ Hicks. DJ Hicks did the interview with him, talking about why he was coming to Oklahoma, and that never. Hit the airwaves, and a lot, a lot of those, a lot of those guys like to keep it undercover too, and don't tell anybody. Maybe they just tell the, the coach and staff that they're about to commit with. So I mean, it's just hard to stick with these recruits and to know what decision they are actually going to make on National Sign Day. Yeah, and uh, I always thought that uh, one thing that you have to be careful of uh, if you talk to the kids. And this, look, I'm old enough, man. I can remember calling kids. And uh, first of all, your high school coach, unless the kid has a real problem, a real problem, the high school coach was always going to say, oh, he's a great kid, you know. Uh, Now, this was decades ago. I mean, I had to call these prospects on a phone, and a lot of times the kids would kind of tell you what they thought, you know, Oklahoma would want to hear. Now, I'm not saying that happens as much anymore because everything's so out there now. Like I said, you, you, I had to call high schools, go through the coach or the AD, uh, find the kid to talk to. It's not like uh, you can do a Zoom or any of that stuff. I'm from the Stone Age. But that was one of the things you had to look out for. You could kind of tell if a kid was, all right, well, this kid's telling everybody what they want to hear. No matter who's covering what school, this kid is telling, you know, Alabama, what they want to hear. Tennessee, what they want to hear. Texas, what they want to hear. Oklahoma. Um, but I think it's it's much more open in this day and age because of social media and uh, kids wanting that attention so much more that uh, usually you have a pretty good idea. Usually you can get a pretty good idea of where a kid's going. And there, there aren't a lot of surprises. But for Sooner fans, it certainly was one today. All right, let's get a couple texts in. 405 651 Thirty-four, thirty-nine. Yeah, someone said uh, Micah Tease has committed to A&M, which is correct. I was a little over yeah. 30 minutes ago, the six foot 175 four-star from Tulsa that was committed to Arkansas, and we kind of figured it was A&M talk for a while now, and he has made it official to A&M. And another one that's kind of odd, I don't know if BV just lost track of his commi- or to his signees, but he did say in the press conference 
that he does have 25 signees, and it does show 24 for OU. So maybe we got one coming, or BV just maybe just lost track of the signees. We'll see. Or maybe number 25 is uh, Tassili Akana. We do have someone from, three. someone from the 405, Seth. Chapman McCone is listed as the 25th signee on OU's website now. He was oh, supposedly really? a preferred mm. walk-on, so they may have added him to cover the 25. I'm not sure on that. All right. Well, we'll see. Like I said, the uh, the Akana decision comes up today at 3 o'clock. So, I don't know, Connor. I, I think uh, I'm kind of thinking what Parker said. I don't have a good feeling about it. I just don't. Um, because and I think part of it is you uh, you just got the breakup from Peyton Bowen, and you kind of feel like, well, you know, the next one can't work out either, right? And you do have uh, a flip from Vosick a while ago to Texas. I know Sooner fans don't want to see another kid flip into Texas, which that will put everybody in shambles right there if Asana does go to Texas. But, I mean, we'll see what happens. Is it 3 Eastern time today? Uh, I just heard 3 o'clock. I okay, thought it we'll was see. Central, but you might check on that. Yeah, it may be Central, so we'll see what Akana does. That will bring some good spirits if Akana uh, does sign to Oklahoma. Yeah. All right. Uh, we're going to take a break right here. we got one more segment to go. I'm here at Balfour of Norman Campus Corner. You know all about Balfour. If you've been to uh, Norman on a game day or if you've been down to Campus Corner at all, you know that Balfour is the place to get your Sooner Sportswear, souvenirs, everything you could possibly imagine with an OU logo. And in Crimson and Cream is right here inside the doors at Balfour of Norman. Come on out and see us. I'm going to be here for about another 15 minutes or so. All right, let's break right here. Come back. Some final thoughts. One more segment to go right here on the home of Sooner fans, the ref. We are back for one more segment here at Balfour of Norman, Campus Corner. Got some nasty weather coming in here at midnight tonight, but it's pretty, it's not, I mean, it's not a nice balmy day out there, but it's it's a beautiful day, beautiful fall day, just a little bit chilly, but it's going to get a lot more cold tonight after midnight. Now I'm hearing uh, Eric Clapton in my head. Anyway, all right, uh, here at Balfour of Norman, a great place. Jerry, the folks out here, they have everything, man. They have everything. I may have to do a little more shopping maybe after the show, too. Because uh, if you're looking for a great gift for a Sooner fan, they have it all. Polos, hoodies, T-shirts, you know, uh, sweats, jogger pants, everything you can think of. Wall clocks, license plates, Sooner gnomes for your garden. They've got the clear purses that you can take into the uh, stadium on game day. Coffee mugs, uh, the Yetis. Everything you can imagine they have here at Balfour. And uh, it's a great place. If you haven't got uh, the gift for the Sooner fan on your list yet, Balfour is the place to be here at Balfour of Norman on Campus Corner. Okay, let's get a few more texts in before we have to close it out and get locked in uh, with Tyler uh, coming up here in about 10 minutes. This one says, Eli Bowen hasn't liked Peyton's commitment and didn't Instagram Live. Wonder if he got word and was salty about it yeah so we got some we got some fans in the text line kind of being detectives right now with <laughs> Peyton Bowen's sign I, I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. he had the papers right in front of his sign I think it's a done deal but everyone thinks that he's still a hard commit and maybe could flip again but I think it's a done deal yeah it's uh surprising 
uh, surprising, and uh, you never know. You never know. Now, Sooner fans have to wait a little over an hour uh, from now. Did we find out, is the uh, is it 3 o'clock Central for Akana? Yeah, That's I think it's – yes, I think it's 3 o'clock uh, Central for Akana. So, we'll wait and see on that. Um, someone says, okay, we got dinked. What do you think Notre Dame is thinking? Same thing, man. Same thing. And they feel worse probably because – they were, uh, man, they, they thought they were taking Peyton Bowen to the prom. And on prom <laughs> night, he pulled a carry, man. Those uh, those message boards are just probably going ballistic right now. I mean, they were the last few weeks, but it's going to be even worse today. Yeah, it's, uh, I, I don't know. The uh, the information that Parker had was, was solid information, uh, clearly. Um it doesn't look that way now, but I can tell you, like I said, he's not making stuff up. You know, guys who guess the stock market and stuff, they're not right all the time. But this one was still uh, still surprising. And if it, you would have said, you know what, the Sooners aren't getting Peyton Bowen on, uh, on signing day. I thought, all right, well, Notre Dame, I guess he's not going to flip. He's going to go to Notre Dame. Oregon coming down the backstretch to win this deal was, uh, was a little surprising. We got one from Jim in Arlington. Steelman, remember when you could have 100 players on scholarship and Switzer would purposely <laughs> recruit kids just to keep them from Texas? That's awesome. Yes, man. Unlimited scholarships back in the day. OU had so many. They had guys that, you know, were either second or third team that couldn't make the starting lineup at OU that went on to play in the NFL. Guys like Mike Thomas, who played mainly for the Redskins, Dexter Bussey who played for the Lions. These are guys who started their careers at, at, at OU and went on to be pretty good, solid players in the NFL and couldn't crack the lineup at OU. So, yes. The, the, and that's, you know, the scholarship limitations leveled the playing field somewhat, you know. Someone said uh, Bowen even jilted his mom and girlfriend. Yes, his mom was completely shocked. And I don't know what his girlfriend's thinking. Committed to soccer at OU. <laughs> Maybe thought his boyfriend or her boyfriend was coming with him. But no, he's not. That's, uh, yeah, there were a lot of things in OU's favor. And uh, crazy. Crazy. And we'll see what's going to happen with DJ Hicks now. I mean, is there any chance if, if he's waiting to Friday that Oklahoma gets in the running there? I don't know. Or maybe Oregon gets in the mix. He visited Oregon. You saw his Insta. He had some Oregon stuff on there. Now that Peyton, Goins, Peyton Bowen is going to Oregon, uh, maybe DJ Hicks follows him there. I don't know. I would still say A&M. But Oregon's, man, they've, they've made a strong push here down the stretch to close out a really good class. Well, and they all, yeah, they got DJ's brother. And they also got a four-star quarterback to flip from Baylor yep. to Oregon. Right. So a yeah. big day for well, Oregon. We thought that was the bit. They had really probably the two biggest flips of the day, right? Yep, those are two big ones right there. And someone, someone mentioned, have you seen Alabama's class? Yes. I don't know if you've been keeping up with today, Mike, but they picked up two more five-stars uh, teammates. So they now have six five-stars in their class. That's just ridiculous. Yeah, it is crazy, no doubt. Absolutely crazy. All right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we have, uh, I think we run out of time. But you know what? We're going to get locked in here in just a little bit. I want to thank uh, Jerry and the staff out here at Balfour. Like I said, Balfour, you know, there are places you can always rely on. 
Uh, and Balfour is one of those in Norman, you know, where you can expect, like, you, you expect to get great barbecue at Ray's, right? You expect to get the best Sooner sportswear, souvenirs, anything you're looking for for a Sooner fan here at Balfour of Norman, and you still have time. Keep in mind that they're going to be open on a Christmas Eve until 2 o'clock as well. So if you need some last-minute shopping to get done for the OU fan that you're buying for, Highly recommend Balfour of Norman. Campus Corner, you know, easy to park right now. There's no charge because the students are out of town. So you're going to come over here, have a nice lunch, and get all your Sooner shopping done at Balfour. Also, also thank you to the Seth Wadley Auto Group in Paul's Valley. Exit 72 for great deals there. And to our friends at the one and only Riverwind Casino. All right, let's get locked in up next. Everybody have a great Wednesday. We'll see you.